0: I remember when time bake became a thing on ovens. And how many ever use time bake anymore? I see some hands. Ah, you still use it? All right. Well, you see, there was a problem with time bake on Sabbath. We almost always had company in our home on Sabbath. And of course, if you had your oven on time bake, so when church got over, the meal was just about done and it would be hot when you got home, if church ran 45 minutes long, well, you see the problem. So time bake was a blessing, and but not always uh, helpful. <laughs> Maybe we'd put it that way. Turn in your Bibles, if you will, to Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. And I'll get there before Philippians, there we go. And as we begin, let's just bow our heads. Dear Lord, we now just plead for the Holy Spirit to direct our thoughts, our words, and our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. In Ephesians chapter 4, Paul is writing to the church in Ephesus, and he says, There is one body and one spirit, just also as you were called in one hope of our calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. Verse 6, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But then he goes on, but to each one of us grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Each person in this church has been given grace. It's up to you whether you've accepted it or not. But grace has been given. The Holy Spirit has given each one of you a talent, or some of you multiple talents. Like the guitar, voices, voices the piano, uh, teaching Sabbath school, whatever it may be. But we need to remember that we are working together for him, not separately for him. Not every song that's played on the piano will be your favorite. Not every song service will be your favorite. Not every sermon will be your favorite. But I'm glad that the Holy Spirit takes what we do and can use it in you even when it's not your favorite. You know, there's a miracle that takes place in this sanctuary every single Sabbath. Every now and again, somebody will come up to me after church and they'll say, Pastor, when you made that point, boy, that stepped on my toes and that's exactly what I needed to hear today and how you illustrated such and such. And I go, That wasn't the point I was trying to make. (laughs) But the Holy Spirit knew what they needed to hear. The Holy Spirit knew how to use my human words and touch their life. As our small groups enter into ministry together, One Lord, one faith, one baptism. There will be several different ways in which they minister. Different approaches to different people. Different things will attract different people. You know, sometimes I have wished that we could do an evangelistic series and send out about five different handbills. And then ask the people which handbill they responded to. Because there's a problem We send out a handbill through Adventist eyes. And we need to find out what is appealing and what is attractive and what is calling in the public eye. And that's a struggle sometimes within a church. So, as we work together for Him, there'll be some who do something very formal, some very informal, some through music, some through public meetings, some through Bible studies, Uh, some through other events uh, community social interactions Regardless of how the message gets through we must send a message that it is Jesus Christ who's Lord and I want to illustrate this this morning just just before uh, our group share and uh, I hope you'll be able to hear this if not you may want to just slip up front, but uh, maybe Jim if you'd bring the little podium over here all right thank you sir just because i need this to sit up here and uh i i have my old walkman here anybody remember those actually this was uh for use in a car i think because it did some extra dampening but in here i have a cd that's put out by andy litchfield now, I know, Dean, you'd remember Don and Sid. This is their little brother. Actually, the two of them are cousins. I think this is Sid's brother. And some of you maybe went to Auburn with him, uh, Andy Litchfield, just so you know who's, who's doing the CD. And I have a little device here. And this little device is simply going to represent the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay? Okay. Now he uses a variety of things. What's this? Just an old cookie sheet, right? Some of you are going to feed the hungry. You might even make some cookies. What's this? Just a Tupperware lid. That's all it is. But you know what? Sometimes, sometimes you may feel like you're not really doing much or being helpful. But you know what? If you're carrying something to potluck, especially if it's something that sloshes around a little bit, you're awful grateful you have a lid on it. And so even the lid becomes important. And then I have just a little container. All right? And, oh, I I dug down, man, into the archives, and I found an old cake pan. And then I found an old bread pan. And then, believe it or not, I found an old lid to an orange box. And it must have been used probably when we helped my father or mother move, because it's written in... Probably my sister's handwriting, it says, plates, glasses, and bowls. So it must be around from somebody's move once upon a time. So each one of these devices is representing one of the groups. All right? So we'll, we'll, we'll start this CD. And we'll turn on our little device. And oh, maybe you say, I can't really do very much. I'm just an old lid. Can you hear that? Maybe I'll put my mic down by a little bit.
1: I see my little children.
0: But then maybe I go, maybe I got lots of really big plans. Amazing, isn't it? That you're actually getting that much fidelity out of just a cardboard box lid. And then maybe you come along and you're the one who says, I can bake bread. Well, maybe you don't like bread, but you like to bake cake. You end up taking this little thing all over the house and trying all kinds of things. Maybe, maybe another lid. Oh, that's a little soft again. Well, well, that one's important because it's a lid, but let's try the container itself. And how each one resonates a little differently. Some have higher tones, some have lower tones, some are richer, fuller. And let's see, uh, I don't think I've done the cookie sheet yet. So you, you can almost hear that, but not much, right? And admittedly, I have it up pretty loud. How about a cookie sheet? Garrett, would you bring me your guitar just for a minute? And I won't hurt your guitar, I promise. Now I didn't try this. I just want to see what happens if I put this on the back of it. Love is than my Into your hands, my life I give. Thank you. Now I'm going to try one more thing over here. Can you hear that? It's soft, but you hear the whole window vibrating. One of the things that really works good is the kitchen hood. But I couldn't bring the kitchen hood. And if it's not a particle board cupboard door, but like a solid wood cupboard door, it's amazing how you stick that on the cupboard door and you get different resonance depending on how wide you open the cupboard door. But, you see, this is like each one of the groups. Each one's different, each one may have a little different tone, but hopefully and prayerfully, one Lord, right, one Spirit, one baptism, because it all came from the same source, right? And so today, as the group share their different ideas, their different plans, I don't think there's a single plan that Spirit led is a wrong plan. Amen? Amen? And some of them will say, well, we don't really have our plans yet, but we have some ideas we're working on. And if you're visiting today, or you're new with us, or you've been gone for a while, you may hear of an idea that they have, and you go, I like that one. I want to be part of that group. I'm sure the groups would invite you to be part of them. And just let the person sharing know. They'll get you involved in that group. And uh, the group has two assignments. One, how do you reach people whose maybe light has kind of grown dim? We don't really see them here. They're not really part of the church family anymore. How do we reach out to those people? And secondly there's a whole world out there who needs to know about the soonness of Jesus coming Amen. and ideas and suggestions on how we can begin to reach them. Well, I think I'll just uh, clean up my mess a little bit. And who wants to go first? Yeah, yeah, Sharon, if you want to go right up front, and Jim, maybe you and I will just uh, throw all these things back in the box and
2: to go first, not because I was greedy, but because I actually have to be somewhere at 12.15, but um, I wanted to tell you that our small group uh, includes Deanna, Lori Knoll, uh, Jeff and Juanita Best, if you haven't got to know them, they're awesome, and Margarita and Jaime, um, who are also, it's an awesome group, and... um, So we definitely wanted to focus on English as a second language, offering maybe some English-Spanish classes. Um, And then also, uh, we had an idea to do maybe some alcohol uh, recovery um, classes as well, Uh, so reach out to the community for that. And uh, food always comes back to food. So we thought uh to support maybe some of the other uh churches that are doing some things and collaborating maybe helping out with the calvary presbyterian uh what's it called Lori? soups rs oh warm bellies yes and that happens every thursday except for the fourth 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 thursday um and then so we maybe will fellowship there and then maybe be interested in uh Uh, cooking a meal or something like that. Um, And then uh, I also just wanted to say that uh, last year we participated as a church in the winter shelter program, and uh, that is such a wonderful blessing in this community. It's in its sixth year, and the churches get together and host a nightly uh, warm shelter, uh, dinner feed, fellowship time for uh, screened uh, homeless residents in Enumclaw. And um, so that meeting, to participate in that again, is gonna be at the Summit Church uh, November 19th. Uh, The Union Gospel Mission will come out and give uh, some statistics and um, it's quite inspiring, I I must admit. and we did have some wonderful volunteers from our church that did that uh, it, there's also uh... an opportunity for our church to become a host church as well so uh... I did meet with them uh, to figure out what those parameters are and god is so wonderful because uh... i'm not trying to make this about me it's just that i just talk a lot uh, my special gift is having a big heart and a big mouth uh... and hopefully some open ears But I also do uh, help out at the Auburn City Community Services uh, Center on Tuesdays. And so uh, your donations to your local uh, Adventist community services, not necessarily the Brotherhood Fund, but the local ACS, have been used to help uh, put gas in people's cars. Um, we have, uh, the hopes of doing a gift basket for someone that our church helped move. That was a wonderful time in the community. Love that. Uh, I'm not, I'm really surprised you guys answer your phones when I call because it is usually to ask for money or a favor. Uh, but but thank you for answering your phone calls. Appreciate that. Um, and then we've also helped with rental assistance, uh, So, I field the phone calls for ACS, and uh, Joanne Jackson is the director there, and so we're able to make a big difference uh, in people, and we still are fellowshipping with someone that we helped to get out of homelessness. Your your generation, your love offerings helped a wonderful woman get out of homelessness and you know, <laughs> there's actually so many testimonies. I will start bawling. Um, also, uh, we are connected as a network of churches uh, and people that serve and love God. <sighs> so another <laughs> opportunity uh, is God's Closet. And that's a mission of uh, having people come to an event for baby clothes, any kind of clothes, and um, the people pay a dollar, and they can take whatever they want uh, for their families, and then there's literature that's handed out and witnessed uh, for that. So I just wanted to show you one of the items uh, from, I would say that we have, I'm going to exaggerate, it feels like it's 500 bags of clothes to sort through. Uh, Those are actually down at the Auburn City Church right now, Uh, And that event will happen November 11th. So if anybody's interested in sorting clothes, uh, anyways. And I also just want to say, when we are serving, I try to actually see everybody as this pure and innocent person that God brought into the world. I I try to see all of you like that, you know, and uh, it helps me to not be judgmental. Uh, When I'm serving, it takes away that because this is how God sees us, is that innocent, pure, hopeful person. And uh, I taught a Sabbath school lesson today, and I said, no one has a baby and says, oh, I can't wait to go through custody battles, you know, or cancer treatments or anything. Those things exist in the world, but he gives us eyes to see like him and to serve like him and that is what your dollars and your hands and your hearts do in our church and our community
0: thank you i don't think that onesie will fit me I have some extra of the assignment sheets if any of the groups need another one when they they come up. Okay, who'd like to come next? Ashley. And Ronald, I think you were going to come up, and I think you had a couple others that were coming up with you.
3: So, our group, we actually kind of started as two groups, and we kind of ended up merging because we were talking about similar things, and um, we took a little bit of a step back, and we talked a little bit more, kind of, you know, got to know each other a little bit more. We already knew each other, but wanted to hear a little bit more from each other. One of the things we asked each other is, you know, what brought, you know, brought you to Enumclaw, and, you know, what's keeping you here, and just kind of understanding a little bit more. And we talked a little bit about mission and vision and things that we'd like to talk about a little bit more. And so um, on the outreach piece, there's more to come on that. But we wanted to kind of focus a little bit more first on in-reach aspect of things, knowing that as we build each other up, ideas will come and we'll be able to serve others. So uh, Katrina and Ashley are both going to share a little bit about one of our ideas uh, from an in-reach perspective.
0: So I just want to touch a little bit on what the pastor was saying about the Garden of Prayer this morning. I actually, that was something that we discussed was maybe one Sabbath a month if we could take some time for those who are comfortable to kind of elaborate a little bit on their prayer requests or praises just to help everybody get to know each other and feel more connected. Um, I don't know a lot of people here yet so it's a little bit
1: difficult for me when we're looking at the screen and I want to pray for those people I just don't know (laughs) who they are so um, for those who are comfortable, if they would be willing to kind of take a moment
2: and share their prayer requests or praises, I think that that would be beneficial to get to know each other better. So, yeah. um, and One of the things we talked about within um, what Ashley said is, is doing a uh, maybe once a month having a church service that would be a little bit different. Um, and that would be uh, having a time where people can share testimonies um, or a time where we can, this is all still in the works, so I'm just trying to get my thoughts on how to explain it, but having a church service where, where we are interacting more, um, where there's a little bit more, where there's more fellowship together. Um, and... Uh, yeah, we will keep you guys posted as some of those ideas come, come out more. And we have something that's a little more concrete. We have ideas, and we're just trying to get them all merged together right now.
3: The only thing I'd add is if anybody is interested as we continue talking about what that church service would look like, and we're going to try different things, just let us know. We'd be happy to get your feedback. So.
0: Thank you. It's great to see, you know, if every year older people's age goes up by five, then where do you start younger people at? Does it go up by five too? But I'm just glad to see Ronald and Katrina and Ashley and and that generation saying, we want to buy in. Amen? Amen. All right. Go ahead, Sally. I have to stay up here. Can I give you a birthday hug? (laughs) Happy birthday. Thank you.
4: Okay, um, Christy and I head up women's ministry, which we've done for several years now. And we have lots and lots of ideas. In fact, most of them have already been done. But um, we're very busy. In fact, this next week, we're going to be busy. So November is our senior Thanksgiving dinner. And that's going to, you know, we'll need help maybe from more of the deaconesses also, especially the cleanup. Actually, Jeff said he would help with that. And then in December, we have our Christmas luncheon, and all of the deaconesses will be involved in that. Um, We will notify you. But Now, this is, in fact, both of them, the Thanksgiving dinner and the Christmas luncheon are in reach outreach because we invite all of our families and our friends, people who don't come, so it's a real good time. Then in January, we're gonna have a picnic in January, and that's gonna be on the third Sabbath of the month, and Women's Ministries will take care of all of that. We will be notifying some of the deaconesses to bring food. So you don't have to bring anything, just come to it, invite your friends. Then one of the things that's really been a burden for me is our children um, that aren't attending church and what we'd like to do is get a notebook and put it out here on the counter and get all of the names of our children that aren't attending and get their addresses and I can remember years ago when Irene Vanderhoof was alive she would send cards out to my children and my boys would tell me about it you know that well I got a card in fact I get cards from Sharon Burks too she would send cards out and, you know, they don't say a lot. We may think it doesn't mean much, but sometimes when it comes from mom and dad, they think we're just, you know, bugging them. But if it comes from another church member knowing that, hey, we miss you, you know, um, just, just let them know that you're thinking about them. And then maybe if make sure you know who these, the kids are when you do send a card to them because they won't know who you are but if you have a child that maybe we don't know the members don't know we still want the names and addresses because this gives us an opportunity to send a card to them and invite them to our Christmas luncheon or anything that's going on at the church so we will get a notebook out there so you can put that on Um, so we will be doing a card ministry and that is going to be doing a lot of the welcoming cards um, miss you cards In fact, uh, Jean and George, they've mentioned that they do crafts over here at High Point. And we thought it would be nice maybe if Jean and George can talk to some of the ladies and gentlemen over there if they want to come over on Tuesday or Thursday night whenever we have our crafting night, that they can come and join us in our crafting also. And we will have more uh, from Walt and Patty. He goes to Echo Glen quite often, and we're thinking about doing some sort of a Chris Sunshine box or something for the kids there at Echo Glen. So we have 10 in our group there's Christy, Larry, and myself, and Walt and Patty, Terry Clark, Jean and George, and Jody and Pam. And I hope I didn't forget anybody, but anyway.
0: Thank you, Sally. I don't want to put you on the spot, but I'm almost tempted to say, if you're not in a group, raise your hand so the leaders can see who you are. But let me just encourage you, if you're not in a group, seek out one of these leaders. Say, I like that idea. I'd like to join in. Because it's a lot better to volunteer than to get a phone call and be asked to maybe be in a group that you're not comfortable with.
5: happy sabbath folks the first thing i want to say is god bless you all um, our group has uh, decided to do a, a short series of seminars and we want to do and that's predominantly our outreach and inreach reach cover combined the topics we want to have is health and exercise and parenting um, uh, we're going to do it for an inreach. Uh, we're going to have uh, a little bit of uh, do some health work ahead of time. Uh, sequentially, we're going to try to focus on uh, providing health uh, education and services and training and activities for the church for, for the first part of, um, this is supposed to go out for about up to two years, is that correct? Right. Yeah, so I, we have a, we have an evangelism series coming up uh, this spring, so we figured we would do the inreach uh, health portion, uh, the first couple months, the first second or first or second quarter of next year, and then use that time also to organize the seminar section, which will probably be later that year uh, or maybe the beginning of the next year. Um, one other thing we, we wanted to do was for for the evangelism series coming up uh, this spring and our. Uh, series of seminars and any other group that's going to have a group activity that that maybe bring people from outside of the churches. We also wanted to have a um, provide child care of some kind and I think that would help a lot too. Um, If anybody's interested, call us. Thank you.
0: Just imagine somebody coming to a series of meetings. And somewhere in that process, whether they decide to join the church right away or not, they get invited to join one of these small groups. And maybe we have a little flyer with sort of a synopsis of the focus of each group. You know, they say that people who join a church need to develop friends within that church. What a wonderful way where they can uh, follow a menu, as it were, and just become involved in, in different avenues. Shirley. I mentioned during the prayer time that we're grateful for Shirley. We always miss her when she's not here. I know you've been recovering from pneumonia, but I'm glad you're feeling up to being here.
1: Thank you.
6: I really appreciate all the prayers that I know people have prayed in my behalf as well. We have, um, I share a group with Dr. Meidinger, And we had so many great ideas that popped up on the very first day. And uh, we'll be meeting again after the potluck next week, anyone that's in our group or anyone else that would like to join, Um, just to explore them a little more. But uh, two really big projects and one of them is one that Dennis had in mind and um, already had begun plans for, and that is a homecoming weekend for everyone who has ever been a member in our church, and it's a big undertaking. It will also be combined with um, Handpicked, who will be having their concert again that weekend, and also it will be our picnic at deep lake so it's a it'll be a huge weekend to plan for and another one that is very dear to my heart is uh, outreach i guess you'd consider it maybe a branch sabbath school to expressions here in town which is where my daughter-in-law now lives and the activities director told me they used to have what they called church there every Tuesday and just for a half an hour and she said the people love to sing she said if you name hymns i will print out the words for you i will help with this and so they really are thirsting for having a church group there and So I am really happy to lead out and help with this, but I need people to help. And they said a half hour of singing and a short devotional is all that's needed. And uh, if we get many people involved, you won't have an obligation. That would be every single week. So if we share that, it, it could be an ongoing project easily. Other things that were brought up from our group were providing presents uh, for newborn babies in town. And uh, Dennis actually looked into this a little bit too. And there is a possibility that this will work. Another idea had been uh, a knitting club and if we get that started well then they could knit blankets for these babies what the perfect gift right and maybe include a book like child guidance or something but something so they uh, something so they know it's from our church to the people in the community and another one another outreach that could be just to our members that are not attending or to people in the community is just a door-to-door prayer request. If you go to the door and ask if they have any requests for prayer, you could offer to pray with them then or take the prayer request to our Garden of Prayer here at church. And people many times are willing to have prayer or Prayer requests given, even if they're not really willing to discuss anything else about religion. Everybody has needs, everybody feels the need for God in their life. Um, it was also mentioned that the knitting group could maybe do hats and scarves or particularly hats what they were thinking of for the dialysis center that's here in town. And uh, another suggestion was a Bible correspondence course because many people would enjoy Bible study but not necessarily meeting with someone yet, and a correspondence course might be a good way to start, and we're not sure exactly how that would work yet, (laughs) ideas only. Also, it was mentioned maybe surprise gifts to members that are not attending at this time. And that also is just a thought. Let me see. Oh, and it was mentioned about geocaches for the kids. So lots of ideas, and some of these you might find would fit into, oh, and I missed one. He mentioned uh, exercise. Well, I used to have my own aerobics company here in town and um, I plan to have aerobics here in our gym and open it up to the public as free classes. So that would be another outreach and it would be great to correspond with his um, seminars on health and exercise. So you can see how things will fit in together.
0: I will assume that those who knit might also be interested in crocheting, but I've always tried to figure out why we say crochet rather than crochet. You know, we spell some things really strange in English. Anyway, just before uh, you come up, Jim, you know, because this spans out over a couple years, you know, maybe an event or something that you're working on that's not really gonna happen for say eight or nine months, it provides you an opportunity, maybe not as the leader, but to plug in to one of the other groups to be involved and help them succeed at what they're doing, even though you know you have your, and we're not trying to say once you join a group you can't do anything else. You can, as it were, cross-pollinate. Jim and then uh, Darren.
5: I'm sorry, you've already seen me once. Um, I did forget one topic. We also uh, had a category where we wanted to consider uh, doing tutoring. If anybody wanted to to do that, I think that's another great thing we can do. Um, I don't think uh, age groups or specialties are necessarily an impediment. I think uh, you can fit in uh, to do tutoring at uh, any area or any uh, skill set. and We're looking into what it takes to do that. Thank you.
1: So we uh, held our topic to the end because I'm sure everybody's all very interested in, uh, and excited about finances, right? All right, good. <laughs> so part of our group is Debbie, who is our accountant uh, for the church, and um, which makes sense for her to be in there. I guess they threw me in there because I worked at a bank one year. Um, I mentioned that to them. So... <laughs> Um, And then we also had uh, Wendy and Gary Thompson uh, helping out and giving a few ideas. And and we're still tossing a few things around. At first we were looking at, when I worked at a a bank, we had a group that would come in and help people with their taxes. Um, We looked at that and we thought, well, that doesn't really give us a lot of time to spend with people and and get to know them and associate with them the power of association and be able to to get them into the church. You'll get a lot of turnout for that, but not necessarily... We'll uh, get a lot of fruit from that. So the other thing what we've talked about is uh, Dave Ramsey's course. We did that about three years ago here at the church, and a lot of people like that. And so we're um, looking at doing that again. But just not having the course, but during that time, it gives us a chance to associate and invite people from our community to that training. And then follow that up with in working with the conference to maybe have a weekend seminar that talks about finances. Uh, and, and from the Bible's perspective. Um, so Wendy had suggested, um, for instance, this book here is um, uh, the Financial Crisis in Bible Prophecy. Uh, maybe having a seminar or a discussion around that. Um, but we'll work with the conference, maybe have a special guest speaker or a couple guest speakers that come in for that, um, so that we can take the people that come to that course, and bring them forward into the the uh, the seminar in association with our church and with our the people here that go to this church. So, that's a few ideas that we're we're thinking about and tossing around. Um, there could be um, various other ideas that we come up. Uh, things that are coming to the top of my head is you know r- referencing books like this, financial books that can help people out, um, or maybe counseling that we can provide for them. So. Any ideas or suggestions that anybody has in this area, we'd be glad to, to do it. And like I said, I'm sure it's everybody's favorite topic, so um, we'll get a line going here for you guys to join. But <laughs> All right. Thank you.
0: We're off to a great start. Lots of groups, lots of ideas. You know, it's one thing to come up with ideas, it's another thing to foster them and let them develop and become a, a plan, and then actually carry out the plan. But uh, I really appreciate those of you who, who have said, yes, this is something that would be good for our church, you're, you're plugged in, you're involved, and uh, that, that's great. Um, one person suggested that we maybe come up with some kind of an easel out in the foyer, and the title would be something like, God's Plans our hands and we would put pictures up there of the groups and the different activities and the things that they're doing so it's a reminder for us every every week that we are an active church involved not only within our church but in the community as well